Well, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 88 of Starting the Conversation and welcome to the first episode back of 2020. I don't know about you, but I am definitely in the camp of easing myself back into work this week. I'm recording this on the 2nd of January and this is probably the first proper bit of work that I've done since the Christmas break. And if I'm honest with you, I am clinging on to that Christmas spirit for as long as I can. Every time that I stop work, I'm always so resistant and I'm like, oh, I love my job. I don't want to stop. And then about two days into eating crap food, watching movies and wearing pajamas, I never want it to end. So I am definitely one of those people who is dipping my toe in it this week. And on the day that you're listening to this, when it comes out, January 6th, I am properly back at work. But I know that some people are like properly back at work right now. So if you've already been working for a few days, absolute props to you. And if you're in my camp and January January 6th, even that feels a little bit too soon. I'm with you, don't worry. If you're a long-time listener of this podcast, you'll know that the first episode of the year is always about intentions. I like to use this episode to reflect on the intentions that I set last year and give you an inside look at how they went, and then also share with you the intentions that I've set for the year ahead. Now, if you listen to this podcast, it will be no secret to you that I love intentions. For me, thinking big picture and making that actionable is really the biggest thing that moves my business forward. When I reflect back over the last three years, the biggest things that have happened within my business have come from a place of setting an intention and then taking it one step further to make it actionable. Now, of course, you can set intentions at any time of year. I don't know about you, but I'm always that person who's like, oh, I know I should do that habit, but it's a Thursday, so I guess I'll have to wait to Monday to do it. If you're listening to this episode in the middle of a year, heck, if you're listening to this in the middle of January, it's not too late. However, if you are listening to this at the start of a year, I do think there's something powerful about setting intentions in line with the new year, because when you step into something that feels completely fresh, I just think the opportunity feels absolutely ripe and this year feels super exciting because it's not only the start of a year but also the start of a decade now before I get ahead of myself and share with you my intentions for 2020 let's look back on 2019 and have a little look at the intentions that I set and how they've gone this year so 2019 oh my gosh what a year it would be very hard to sum up 2019 and give it justice for quite what a surprising and full-on year it was but it would be safe to say that 2019 for me was really the year that my business began to shift I started the year, of course, with a business that I loved and with an idea that I really believed in. But what I ended the year with was a business that I never even imagined would be possible to have grown and developed in the way that it did within just 12 months. 2019 was easily the best and the hardest year of my business to date. There were so many highlights in 2019. And like I said, so many things that I never even imagined would happen. If you wanna hear all about 2019's shiny highlights, then you can go and watch my recent Instagram TV video. But alongside all of that good stuff was an incredibly tough year as well. In 2019, I had to make some really tough decisions. I had to trust my gut a huge amount and I had to do a whole lot of pushing through. But let me tell you, it was so, so worth it. And whilst from an outside view, 2019 has been great, what I wanna do here is give you an inside look about the intentions that I set at the start of the year and actually how those have gone. Because whilst it's looked amazing and it's been a very shiny year, I'm more interested in actually how the foundations of my business have moved forward because I acknowledge that that's the stuff that's really important. 
Now, before diving into this, if you want to know a bit more about how and why I set my intentions, go and have a listen to episode number 65, because in that I give you an inside look at why I set intentions, how I set three intentions for the year, how I break them down quarterly, and also then how I break them down weekly. But I'm going to assume that you've listened to that and you know that at the start of the year, I set three intentions, which basically sum up the way that I want my business to feel at the end of that year. So at the start of 2019, I said that I wanted my business by the end of the year to feel more streamlined, more sustainable and more established. So how did each of those go? Well, number one, more streamlined. What that meant was that I wanted to be more streamlined in my processes and my systems. I wanted to outsource and I wanted to automate. And in honesty, this one feels like the one that I've smashed the most this year. It's definitely the most practical intention of the three and also the one that's the easiest to measure. And because I'm a pretty actionable and practical person, it's also the one that I found easiest to put into place. So what did this intention look like? Well, towards the start of the year, I worked with an amazing virtual assistant, Laura Fellows, who I'll link in the show notes on putting together a client onboarding system. Anyone here who is surface-based is gonna know that client onboarding, whilst it sounds quick and easy, can be such a time and resource consuming thing. So I worked with Laura to set up an automated client onboarding through Dubsado, which you know I love, and that honestly has been game-changing. I also worked throughout the year to put together a process for my client work so that once people were onboarded, there was a system that they went into which helped not only level up their experience, but also streamline and simplify things on my end. And then the final and arguably the biggest thing that I did to meet this intention this year was to bring Emily on board. If you don't know, Emily is my part-time team member and she has honestly been the most game-changing decision that I've made this year. I'm not just saying that as she edits this podcast, but I'm saying that because I notice a complete connection between the time that Emily came on board and the time that this business really began to shift. This year I've outsourced the production of this podcast to Emily and I've also brought her in internally to help with more mid-term decision making and project management. That is definitely something that I want to extend into 2020 and do more of but overall intention number one of being more streamlined feels pretty good. Which takes me on to intention number two which was not met with quite so much success but hey still had some progress made. Intention number two was to be more sustainable, mainly within both my finances and my workload. And when it comes to this intention, I feel like I kind of got halfway there because in terms of my finances, things feel pretty good. I started 2019 with absolutely no financial systems in place and quite honestly, an income and expenditure which I just had no understanding or control of. And whilst finances are definitely something that I'm still working on and I am not the best financial manager in the world, it definitely feels like something that I've got a handle on now. So not only is there now a proper flow of money through my business and different places that money sits, but there's also an ability for me to predict my income and make sure that I've got the right money coming in to match the expenditure that's going out. I also went into 2019 with a bit of debt in terms of money that I owed family members who had helped me with the business and also money that I owed on payments. And I'm ending the year with absolutely no debt through the business, which feels very good to say. So financial sustainability definitely feels like it was met in 2019. However, sustainability in terms of my workload definitely needs a bit of work still. And I'm gonna give myself a bit of a pat on the back because it feels like it's getting there. Within 2019, I established a weekly and monthly rhythm to my work, which has definitely helped me both physically and mentally. 
However, it's safe to say that I got way too close to burnout for my liking within the year. There were definitely a couple of moments in the year where it felt like I wasn't choosing to stop, but my body was just telling me that I needed to. And having experienced such extreme burnout within my second year of business, it really is something that I try to be conscious of. So walking into 2020, I know that sustainability within my ongoing workload is definitely something to work on. But like I said, at least I'm ending the year with a greater awareness of my workload and at least I've got that weekly and that monthly rhythm which is going to help me to feel a bit more in control of how and when I'm working and therefore the impact that that has on my physical and mental health. And then my third and final intention for 2019 was to be more established. And for me, this looked like being more established within my industry and establishing myself as a coach, establishing the retreat, gather and grow, and also establishing this very podcast. Now out of the three, this is a very hard one to measure. There's not a ton of qualitative data that I can look at to see how this one went, but it's definitely one that I feel like I've made good progress with. You'll hear later on in this episode that established is actually an intention that I'm carrying into 2020 and that's not because I don't feel like I've met it but it's because I feel like I've laid a really solid foundation this year for being more established and then the next step is to go bigger with that. So things that I can actually measure, like being booked with clients, being invited to speak at events, or being asked to host workshops, is definitely a way that I can see that this intention is being met. I'm definitely noticing that within the circles that I'm in, I feel pretty established. However, I'm definitely aware that that's only within certain circles. In terms of being established, it feels like I've gone deep rather than wide this year. In terms of my impact and in terms of people that know me, I feel like in the circles that I'm in, there is an element of me being established, but I'm very aware that outside of those circles, there's a lot of untapped potential and work to be done. And in honesty, I'm really content with that. One of the phrases that I was holding throughout 2019 was deep, not wide. So I'm really happy that that's been met in terms of being established. And like I said, it now just feels like the next step is to tap into those other circles and go bigger with it. So overall, I'm feeling pretty good about how I met those intentions this year. Of course, with all of them, there's areas that I maybe could have done better or could have done more work. But overall, I'm really, really content with how the big picture of my business has shifted and developed in 2019. Which brings me on to something that feels way more exciting to chat about, which is 2020. Now, over the last few weeks, I have been pondering 2020's intentions. If you've listened to the most recent podcast episode, you'll know the process that I go through to audit the year, really figure out where I'm at and begin to think about the year ahead. So as soon as I did that work at the end of December, 2020's intentions have begun to become clear. And let me tell you, that feels like such a relief to say because the last couple of months of 2019 was so flipping full on that there were moments where I just could not even fathom thinking about the year ahead. So to be able to say right now at the start of January that I know what this year's intentions are, feels really good because like I've said for me it's the most important thing to move my business forward so if I don't have it in place I feel pretty stressed. So like I said when I set intentions for the year I'm really asking myself how do I want my business to feel at the end of this year and the three words that have really become clear when I've done that auditing work and really started to think big picture are creative, established and intuitive. So let's break those down a little bit more so I can share with you what they mean and also share with you how I'm making them actionable in quarter one. So creative, for me, this looks like having fun. I know, 
crazy. That's one of my intentions for the year. But seriously, this year, I just wanna have a bit more fun with my business. I want to create more consistent content, which I will tell you is forever an intention of mine. And within that, I really wanna experiment with video. I have absolutely loved dipping my toe into video towards the end of last year. And I so want that to become a bigger part of what I share and what I do within 2020. I would also love and really wanna speak this into action to work on a line of physical products in 2020, particularly around intention setting and planning. As you know, it's something I talk about all the time and I've created real processes and systems for myself that I would love to share with more people by creating products which facilitate them. And finally, being creative in 2020 looks like hosting events and doing more in-person work. Whilst the retreat was definitely my biggest challenge of 2019, it was the most incredible thing because it was so tangible. So much of my work is incredibly digital and whilst I love that because it means I can be so widespread and so streamlined, there is something really magical about being in person and just connecting. So in terms of being creative, I would love to do more in-person stuff and host some events. Which takes me on to intention number three, which is one that you've heard before, established. This was an intention that I set in 2019 and I'm not repeating it in the same way, but it definitely feels like a word that's still a priority in terms of what needs to move forward to get the business to where I want it to be at the end of this year. So whilst last year being more established really meant establishing my impact within the circles that I'm in, this year being more established looks like like leveling up the foundations of my business and reaching new audiences. In terms of that first part, leveling up the foundations, I am very aware that going limited and being VAT registered is just around the corner for my business. So that definitely feels like a priority. And I am all too aware that a lot of my business is gonna shift as I go through that shift. And the other side of being more established, like I've already mentioned, is reaching more people. Like I said, I feel pretty established in the circles that I'm in, but there's something that slightly terrifies me about the fact that those are closed circles. In 2020, I would absolutely love to reach new audiences, to continue figuring out ways that I can work with more people and really go wide with what I've got. I feel like 2019 was almost the year where I built the business and now 2020 feels like the year where I can take it out into the world and just see what it can do. So that's intention number two, to be more established, which nods to both the internal processes within my business and also the people that I'm reaching. And then finally, my third intention for 2020 is to be more intuitive. Now, this is one that I kind of knew was gonna be one of my intentions for 2020, but only really became clear when I gave it some space. Like I said, within 2019, I've become more sustainable within the internals of my business. Finances are more sustainable. I've got processes and systems, but in terms of the way that I'm looking after myself and my personal processes, there needs to be some work. So in 2020, I want for things to feel more intuitive in terms of how I'm looking after myself. And for me, that's both physically and mentally. In 2020, I wanna set more boundaries around my work. I wanna build a more sustainable workload. And I also wanna outsource more to Emily so I can work more on the stuff that really excites me and also the stuff that I do best. 
So those are my three intentions for the year, creative, established, and intuitive. And I thought it might be fun to end this episode by sharing with you the quarter one goals that I'm putting in place to work towards those intentions. If you've listened to episode number 65 or any of my other episodes on intentions, you'll know that I set three intentions for the year and then every quarter I break those down into goals. And for me, those goals are so, so imperative in chipping away at these intentions throughout the year and making them practical. It's quite overwhelming to look at those three intentions and think that that's what I want to get done in 2020 because they feel quite vague and they feel incredibly big. So to make sure that I don't end the year and think, crap, I didn't actually do any of those things, I set a goal each quarter which corresponds to one of those intentions to play a role in making it happen. And then what I do is I turn each of those goals into weekly action steps for both myself and Emily so that we're both actively moving those forward and working towards them. So in Q1, which is January, February, March. I honestly am so bad at the months of the year. So I was doing that for me more than for you. I'm going to work on being more creative by doing two things. The first of which is to host my first event, which I am so flippin' excited about. The podcast is coming up to its second birthday in February. So around February or March, I want to host a banging event in London with all my favorite people to celebrate the podcast and celebrate all the people that have made this business happen. So that will be me dipping my toe into hosting events and basically just figuring out what it takes in terms of resources so that then when I want to host paid events, in the future. I kind of know how I'm doing it. And then the second way that I'm going to get more creative in quarter one is to create a video every two weeks, starting with a video series all about money. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, every two weeks feels a bit underambitious. I kind of feel like I'm failing myself by only saying every two weeks. However, I'm already creating a podcast every single week and writing an email every other week and creating too many Instagram stories for anyone to watch. So whilst I wish I could sit here and say, I'm gonna do a video every single week, A, I know how long videos take and B, I know what my schedule's like. So we're starting with once every two weeks and hopefully I can scale it up from there. But in January, I wanna kick that off with a video series all about money. Like I've mentioned in this episode, over the next few months, I'm gonna be exploring the transition from sole trader to limited company and VAT registered. So I thought it would be a good time to talk more about money, to open up that conversation and to bring you all with me as I go through the process. So that's how I'm gonna get more creative in quarter one. Now onto intention number two to be more established. In quarter one, again, this is two goals. Number one is to get a sponsor for this podcast. Emily, who is editing this right now, is probably smiling because I have talked about this goal for quite a while. So one of those things that I've always known will be really fundamental in helping this podcast and my business to reach more people. But I'll be honest with you, it's something that I've got absolutely no clue about and it feels a bit scary. But I know that once I've got a sponsor, in place, which I will promise you is going to be a sponsor that is really in line with my business and what I actually love, I'll be able to do so much more with it. Things will feel so much more established in terms of the cost of this podcast and I will have so much more freedom to go big with it and really reach those new audiences. And then the second goal that I'm setting myself to be more established is something I've already mentioned, which is to switch from sole trader to limited. I've got a meeting scheduled in in January with an accountant who's basically going to show me all my options and talk me through the process. And then I am assuming that within quarter one, that process is either going to be mapped out or is actually going to happen. So that's what it looks like to be more established in Q1. And third and finally, to be more intuitive in quarter one, I'm going to number one, work with a coach slash mentor to help with my mental health and boundaries. 
I've already got this scheduled in and I am both equally parts terrified and equally parts very excited. And secondly, I'm gonna outsource more elements of my work to Emily, starting with client onboarding, because whilst that's something that within 2019, I really automated and streamlined, it still takes quite a lot of my energy and headspace. So in terms of outsourcing more to Emily this year, the next step to that feels like giving her an element of my client onboarding to get involved with. So there we have it. That's my three intentions for the year. That's how I'm making them actionable in quarter one. And all it takes from here is now to make that happen. I'll be honest with you, my favorite thing is talking about them. My second favorite thing is putting them into place. But I know that as soon as I get working on these things, as soon as I start seeing them come to life, I'm gonna be so, so fired up because I know that these things are so in line with the business that I wanna build and the heart that I have for not only this podcast, but my impact, my coaching and everything in between. So there we go. Thank you so much for tuning in. First episode back in 2020. I would love to know what are your intentions for the year? Do you do a similar process to me? Do you have a word for the year? I know lots of people on Twitter seem to be talking about having a word for the year. I love that idea, but as you've probably guessed from this episode, I've got way too many intentions to condense into one. But yeah, I would love to know your thoughts. If you've got any questions on my process at all, come and give me a shout. You can find me on Instagram over at Alice underscore Benham, or go and have a listen to episode number 65 and the most recent episode if you wanna know a bit more about how I set intentions and also how I audit my year or just where I'm at in order to set those intentions. So there we go. If you are playing a drinking game in this episode and you are taking a shot, every time I said intentions, flipping Nora, you'll probably smash right now. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're a total hero. I can't wait for 2020. Let's do this thing. I'd love to know your thoughts. I'm so grateful for you tune in. I just need to end this episode now because quite frankly, I'm faffing. Over and out.